Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the College Financial Aid and Career Navigation Podcast. Tom and Maria Geffers of Career and College Counselors, along with nationally recognized college financial aid expert Seth Green, teach two things. How to cut the cost of college tuition an average of $19,077 per child per year, and how to land your dream job after you graduate by choosing the right career and major. To get access to more information on how you can make the right choice, simply register at www.careercollegecounselors.com slash connect. To find out how to save an average of $19,077 per year per child on college tuition, go to www.howtofindmoneyforcollege.com. On the podcast, Tom, Maria, and Seth bring together leading experts in their fields who have experience in the college admission and career application process. They share their secrets so you can do it too. And now, here's your hosts, Tom, Maria, and Seth. Hi, everyone. I'd like to welcome you again to another great episode of our podcast. Uh, This is Tom and Maria Geffers from Career and College Counselors. And I'm so excited today. We have a really special treat. We have um, Claudia Miller, and she is a career coach and a negotiation strategist. So the question we're going to answer today is, what is a career coach and do I need one? So welcome, Claudia, and tell us a little bit, a lot about who you are and what you do. Yeah, thanks for having me. So yeah, as you mentioned, I am a career coach, but not all career coaches are created equal or have, you know, different um, skill sets. So for example, for me, I help my clients get jobs while negotiating their salary within 90 days. Uh, now, I've, if you're looking for to figure out your life's purpose and how to embed your career in it, probably go with somebody else because there are career coaches that do that. But for me, it's really um, helping my clients identify what is the next step in their career. If they're looking to make a career change, how can they pivot into a new industry successfully and how to become a sought out after candidate? And with that, how can they get an additional $30,000 to $50,000 in salary increases and get paid what they're worth? Now, um, as you mentioned, you know, I'm a career coach. So how do you know if you need a career coach? Well, if you're job searching and you're applying to jobs and you're not getting interviews or you are getting the interviews where you're not getting the job offer or at least a job offer that you want with a salary that you really think you deserve, then definitely it's time to work with a career coach. There's just so much we can do on our own. And especially right now with COVID happening, um, there's a saturated market. There's a lot of competition going on. And it's really, uh, a career coach can really help you, uh, make you stand out from the competition and really being able to leverage your experience and expertise and make that a really great asset that would really make you stand out. Great. So uh, you talked a little bit about, I saw one of your interviews and um, you had a job mm-hmm. and then you decided you wanted to have a career and a business. So tell us a little bit how you made that change. Yeah. So my first business, um, I started when I was 25. I think it was my 25th birthday 
And I don't like to be that person that says like, oh, I wish I could do that or, or I'd be great at that, but never do anything about it. So I decided to start my business at 25 and gave myself three months to start any business. Doesn't matter what it was. So I knew I needed to start something with that I didn't even need a certifications or something so complex or a brick and mortar. I just didn't have the funds. And, you know, so at the time I was going to school full time. I was also working full time. And then I started my business on the side. So that meant no TV shows, no going out with friends, uh, none of that, because I knew that starting a business was very important to me and it was going to require time. Therefore, I just shifted, you know, the time I had towards my business and that really catapulted me starting my first business and then eventually starting my career coaching business. Right. And why did you choose career coaching? Because that is a as you said, that is such a broad topic, but there had to be something that you wanted to do. So we always ask the question, yeah. why? Yeah, so uh, I never intended to start a career coaching business that was never in my purview or anything in a part of my vision board. Um, I really started this journey for my personal reasons. I considered myself to be very ambitious. I'm a Bill Gates Millennium Scholar. I had really good grades. I've always had internships. I networked. I participated. I mean, I checked all the boxes and I'm the first one in my family to graduate from high school, let alone college and now a master's degree. And I really had to figure this out on my own. And it was frustrating. I wish I had a podcast like this one where I can listen and get some expertise and insights from experts where they can help me, you know, throughout this journey, but I didn't. So it really, um, I had to invest a lot of time and resources in working with resume writers, buying courses, how to network with people, how to get ahead in your career, how to get noticed and promoted. I read tons of books. I reached out to people, you know, that get featured in Business Insider, like, you know, um, 25 year old makes over six figures. So I reached out to him, like, how did you do it? What, what is it that I'm not doing that's not getting me the results? And through years of hard work and trial and error, I finally was able to do it myself. I finally got that $30,000 salary increase and I was able to do it multiple times throughout my career. I was able to transition to new fields seamlessly. I was handpicked by the CEO for special projects and to lead a task force of professionals that had 20 years of experience. And here I am with like six months of experience. But at the end of the day, I was delivering results and that's what really got noticed. Mm -hmm. So because I did it for myself, you know, my clients and my sister started asking like, well, how did you do it? And I was, of course, I shared the advice and they were getting the same results. And eventually people started coming to me and I don't like to help people if I, if I know I can't help. So I wanted to see, does this work across various levels of experience? Does this work across different industries or is it just healthcare finance education because that's my background and now you know working with hundreds of clients you know i can say yes it does work across various industries levels of experience you can get that 30 fifty thousand dollars salary increase and i know for some of the listeners out there probably like there's no way like claudia is just maybe she did something special or maybe she's in a specific industry or maybe because she has a master she was able to do it and I'm telling you, my clients have been able to do it. I have a client who at the age of 25 was already making over six figures. And she was negotiating and got a $70,000 salary before she even graduated from college. So it is possible. You don't, I'm 
nothing special. I don't come from a special background or family or graduated from Yale or Harvard or anything like that. So if I can do it, I know that, you know, anyone can do it. I think one of the things that I, I have a talk away, uh, takeaway, I should say, is to actually feel that even though you have the formal education, what you have really done is invested in yourself. And I think that's something that a lot of uh, students and people don't do. They think they've gotten the BA, the BS, or the master's, and they're set for life. And they don't realize, as you had said, it's a different set of skills mm -hmm. that's needed. And I think that's that is really a, a, a very important key. So what are some of the pitfalls, uh, some of the mistakes, the missteps that you took? Um, what did you, you know, what was one of them? Well, when I first graduated um, with my bachelor's degree, I had my friend write my resume because I've never written a resume before. I saw something online and my friend had one. So I asked her if she can write mine and she did. And she's not a professional resume writer. And I think that's why I didn't get any interviews whatsoever, but one. <laughs> so if I were to do something different, I would, if I didn't have that skill set, I would hire a professional. It's the best investment out there. And like, just to give like your listeners perspective, um, I just had a client where I finished his resume and within 24 hours, he had already an interview scheduled um, with one of his dream companies at Square. You know, I couldn't even get that when I was that age and didn't have the skill set. So if you don't, at this point in my life, if I don't know something, either I hire someone to do it for me or I hire someone to teach me. It's either one or the other. I am not going to try to figure this out on my own. I'm not going to do it yourself it and then spend five, 10 hours trying to do the research and kind of barely do an okay job where I could just hire a professional and move on with my life. And then a few days later, within hours, I get the end result. Um, which is what I wanted to do. And I, I get to save that time and spend it with my family or do whatever else I want. <laughs> good, good. All right, so uh, you're a very successful business, uh, business and a business coach. What are some of the attributes? What made you different? You know, all there are, like you said, there's a thousand and one business coaches out there. What makes you different? What is it that you had that no one else had? Yeah, I don't think that no one has, but um, I do feel like success um, favors the bold. So I have done things that scare me <laughs> a lot, like starting a podcast. <laughs> okay. You know, um, I, I do things. I'm not afraid. I mean, I am afraid, but I don't let that stop me. Um, you know, I reach out to people. I reached out to CEOs when I was, you know, personally working and you know, trying to advance in my career, I reached out to CEOs, executives, and they responded six out of 10 times. And the other four, I just figured they couldn't respond because either one, they're busy, two, they never checked their LinkedIn, or third, they just got so distracted they meant to, they just never did. And I even get responses from my, like people I reached out on LinkedIn two years later saying, oh my God, I just saw this message. You still need help? Like, are you still job searching? <laughs> So, yeah, do you have something good for me? I think one of the things you have is is really stepping out that that desire and and not being afraid or doing it afraid. I think that's really one of the attributes that you are you know are showing. Absolutely, stepping out. What's the biggest lesson that you learned about business uh, and people? You know, what what's one of the the aha moments? Like, oh, I didn't know that. People just. People are happy to help as long as you ask the right way and show that you have genuine intention. 
like I said, I've reached out to like when I finish reading a book, I reach out to the author. Sometimes they respond and sometimes they don't. But, you know, um, maybe I didn't ask the right way. Maybe it was bad timing, whatever that may be. It's like testing it out. But I feel that generally people do want to help. And yeah. it's been very successful in my career, my client's career, as well as business wise. And even, you know, I'm in your podcast here. You're happy to help. We're both happy to help. That's why we both are in this industry. We start podcasts so that way we can help our listeners who are struggling. And I do think that 99.9% .9 of the people are happy to help and they're genuine. If you had one book, since you're a big reader, what would one book uh, that you would recommend for people who are starting out independently self you know uh investing in themselves and stepping out the one book that made the the real difference in your life that's a great question <laughs> uh, okay i probably like the book that really stands out to me is think and grow rich and i know it's a very common oh. book out there yes. but i do think that it really it was the beginning of like my journey where again i didn't buy a brand new house with that much ink. and then as i grow older i realized that there's much out there, that there are people making 300K. They're not the smartest people in the room. They don't come from the right family, but they knew who to connect with and they got exposed to it. So how can I expand my bubble? How can I get to meet these people? How can I achieve that? And I think that that, that in itself um, really expanded my mindset. Mm -hmm. It's funny, you know, when she asked that question, and we don't usually ask that question, but uh, the book that came to my mind was the same exact book, Think and Grow Rich. And I, I read that a long, long time ago. And I still see people, you know, on the internet talking about it. And they have mm -hmm. it in their briefcase or in their back pocket. So it's such a standard book for uh, people, you know, to, to grow your self-confidence and everything else that goes with uh, success and business. Honey. Yeah. It's a classic. I think it's a book that we can withstand the test of time. 30 years later, I mean, same thing. I read it years ago and, you know, it's on my list to read it again because I'm a different person now. There's mm -hmm. going to be insights for me in 10, 15 years from now. It'll be the same book, but I'll be a different person and I'll be able to see new things. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Well, um, earlier you said, that, you know, people should surround themselves with uh, experts who know what they're doing because we can't know everything about everything. Okay. And, you know, when we talk to our clients, we try to, uh, you know, let them know that we know what we're doing in the college process. And sometimes they believe us and sometimes <laughs> they think they can do it on their own. You know, and I always call people Google geniuses today, you know, you can just type in something and get an answer and, and then you know everything about that, which of course is not true. So uh, we, we went to a networking thing just this morning, <clears throat> very early. And we bumped into somebody who we had talked to about, I don't know, six, eight months ago. Right. And uh, we were talking to him about his daughter who had just graduated from uh, a pretty big name college in, in uh, Washington, DC. And still at this point, she has not done a resume. She has no idea what she wants to do. And she's in DC, which is like, if you want a job, you can get one. You know? yeah. <laughs> or, or Northern Virginia. I mean, that's the best job market right. in the world. But yet she has not done, you know, the baby steps to, you know, get the process started. So, you know, we just said it's too bad, you know, you could have listened to, we didn't get into we didn't, detail. We didn't quite say you should have listened to us. <laughs> yeah. said, you, know, <laughs> you know, she's not a kid, she's an adult now, she right. graduated college. But, you know, the fact is they still don't know what they want right. to do. Right, right. Okay, and it's such a, a, a waste of time. 
uh, you know, to just sit there and flounder. And not to age myself, but when we graduated college, we both graduated at the same time. We lived in New York City. And when we, you know, were looking for a job back then, we would look in the New York Times and it was filled with classifieds. I mean, page after page after page. And back then they used to have, you know, employment agencies and Snelling and Snelling comes to mind. Of course, that was the biggest one. I don't know if they're still around, but they used to have page after page after page of this job is available, this job is available. And we would go down to Manhattan, fill out an application, and, you know, I would get a blue one. She would get a pink one. Yes, that was the day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we would just go on interviews. Yes. Had, we had no idea if we wanted right. to. I used to go on interviews for import-export down in southern, <laughs> you know, southern Manhattan, where, where they were all lo located. So if I would have taken one of those jobs, I would have been in import-export for probably the rest of my life. You know, that's what happens. You get a job early, and you get stuck in that industry for whatever reason. You move up a little bit, but you're not really happy. So, you know, and, and the numbers are about 85% of people are just not happy in their jobs. I think that's a pretty accurate number. You know, and they live lives of quiet desperation is, is a common, you know, uh, slogan for that. And that's so true. I mean, you talk to people, I hate my job, I hate Monday morning. And it's so important to get into something that you, that you love to do, even if it's maybe a little bit less money than when you thought it might be starting out. But, you know, that's where you're going to probably succeed in, for most people. That's where you're going to probably succeed and move up the ladder or at least get educated, you know, in that industry that you, you know, decided to, to join. Um, so when you're working with uh, younger clients, if you do when they've just come out of college, um, right now, what do you suggest for them for doing networking? I know everything is networking today, and we were in a person-to-person -person networking, which we like to do. Mm -hmm. It's coming back, I think. You know, there's some big ones like BNI, uh, where you network in person, and I think they'll be coming back. But what do you suggest uh, at this time for your people, you know, coming out of college looking for work? Yeah, so um, like kind of to what you mentioned, networking. So I personally, I like to attend networking events, but it's hard to find the right networking event, especially if you're a job seeker. I feel that um, when I used to attend networking events, everyone in that networking event was job seeking. So we're all asking each other for jobs and all of us are unemployed. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> so I'm a big proponent of um, networking remotely. So digitally through LinkedIn, it's easy. I'm intentional. I can be in my pajamas and I can identify people and say, all right, where do I want to work at? Okay, maybe I want to work at Target or Pinterest and corporate. I can look up who works there maybe who went to my alma mater, do we have something in common, and identify five to 10 people, reach out to them, do it within an hour, close my laptop, and then move on. So it's very strategic, intentional, and I'm not sending emails like, I would love to add you to my network, let's connect, because nobody accepts those. I don't even accept those. <laughs> um, really doing due diligence. Hey, by the way, Maria, by, uh, I noticed that we're both alumni from blank school. You know, I noticed that you, um, you used to teach and now you started your own business. I'm looking to do the same. I would love your expertise and insights. Do you have 20, 30 minutes available on Thursday or Friday to connect? Um, if not, I'd be happy to send you over the questions. I understand you're busy. I really appreciate it. So very intentional to the point. And like I said, six out of 10 people will respond. The other two or three will probably respond a year or two later, but that's okay. And then having these connections, start having these conversations, any questions, any doubts that I have. By the way, I noticed this job posting. I didn't understand what this means. Could you explain that to me a little bit more? 
Um, what kind of skill sets are most important? What did you learn on the job? What do you wish you had learned before you started the job that would have accelerated your success? So those questions are really arming you with the information you need. And I almost like to say is, it's asking for the answers to the test. The test is the interview. So once you go into the interview, you already know what their pain points are. You know the top three skills you're looking for. You, they, you know exactly what it is hard to hire and the team really needs. And then you want to showcase that throughout the interview process. Um, and that's what I would recommend to anyone out there, whether you're a recent graduate or you know, 10, 15, or 30 years into your career, networking is a big vital part. And I know you hear like your net worth is your network. Some of us don't have a network yet, right? We don't, we don't have the right people, the right connections, the right family. So anyone can start a network. I can start a network right now into any industry, I bet you, within a week, easily, uh, because I know that skill set. And it's something I can carry on for my business, personal, career-wise, um, and so on and so forth. Great. About, about a year back, we, we worked with somebody who was a teacher, and uh, everybody was telling her she was a bad teacher. So she contacted us and said, can you help me identify what I should be doing? And we gave her an assessment test, which always 99% of the time works for us. And she was an artist and she loved art. And so we directed it towards marketing and advertising, which was a complete different you know, uh, yeah. uh, career for her. And she was not a kid, she was in her forties. Yeah. So uh, have you had a, uh, an example or a story of somebody who made a drastic change and you were able to help them? Yeah, so um, this is probably like my all-star student that I have or client, and she actually went to school for architecture, <laughs> and then afterwards decided she didn't really want to do it, but she wanted to go into um, data science, and she did get her master's, but she couldn't get a job. Her background was in teaching, and it was in architecture. Companies weren't even looking at her. So we started working and I told her at the time, you know, by the way, what you're go about to go into is a technology industry. It was in data science. So it's artificial intelligence, machine learning, big data. Um, it's very complex and very different from what she was previously in. And, you know, because we use the resume, we focus on the experience and we leverage her teaching experience actually as an asset mm -hmm. that made her stand out from everyone else because most people in that industry don't have teaching experience. They probably went to school and went straight into like being a data scientist. Now she has that skill set, plus she's teaching that experience. So now it's positioned her as a leader. So she's a prime target and a great fit to be a team lead and to you know prime for management as well. So through the resume, then all of a sudden she had interviews. But you know some things that I've noticed is people are just like desperate needed to go into the next job, and they're like, I'll take whatever I can get got a job offer of 92,000. And based on the research that we did, we clearly knew she can get at least 140,000. But she's like, I'm just happy, I'll take it. A year later, she comes back, by the way, I found out everyone's making more than I am. Yeah. They're making like 140 up and I'm being worked to the bone. I work from like 8 a.m. till 9 p.m. I am miserable. I need to start the job search process again. So we started it, but I did caution, don't, just go after the first offer. We wanna make sure that we apply to different companies so that way we don't suffer from like one-itis where we only have one prospect so then we become desperate and then we become needy and then we like our success is determined by this one company or this one job and all of a sudden it takes a turmoil and it makes us very like lose our confidence, bring self-doubt and I mean, 
the list goes on. This time she did it differently, got a job making 150000 And now she's being pursued by Google and she has yet to, she's never applied to Google, by the way. And she's taking, she was positioned as a team lead. And she's like, I absolutely love it. I thought I was shy, but I was just in the wrong role Mm -hmm. and type of setting. And now I'm confident. I'm speaking up. I'm leading team meetings. I actually started a lunch and learn series (laughs) and all these other things, but because she did the right way and not all of us know how to do it. It's not like we're born or we're taught how to approach career searching the right way. It's just like, Hey, we'll prep you and we'll have, we'll take your money in school. We'll, give you some courses that you may or may not need in your career and good luck. And unfortunately there aren't at least institutionalized on how to appropriately job search and network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If we wanted to become one of your clients, how would we do that Claudia? Yeah. So on my website um, it's like you schedule a free career strategy call with me. And during that time frame, I'll ask you questions. I'll say, Maria, tell me a little bit more. What prompted you to reach out? And sometimes it's like, I hate my job. My, I just got passed up for a promotion again. And I've been here for five, seven years. Or it's, I just found out that my counterpart makes more than I do. <laughs> or there's a reorg and I think there might be layoffs or they're doing secret layoffs and I'm afraid that I'm next. Um, so there's like a, a lot of reasons. So I want to know what is that specific reason? And then understanding of like, how long ago did you start job searching? How many jobs have you applied to? How many interviews have you had? How many job offers have you had? Have they been the job offers you wanted? How much were you offered? Does it align with the salary you wanted? And based on the data, I can pinpoint exactly what you're doing wrong or what you need help with. And then once I understand that, it's where do you want to go to next? I understand where you're at now, but where do you want to go? Do you want to work for a startup, a mid-sized company? Do you want to work for a fast-growing company like Facebook and Amazon? What type of job titles? What is the salary you're looking for? And then what is stopping you from getting there? And then based on that assessment, I can tell you, by the way, you're doing everything great. You don't need a career coach. It sounds like you just need a numbers game. You started a week ago and you already have five interviews lined up and you apply to six. Mm -hmm. You're at a good start. Or it could be you just applied to 300 jobs and you had two interviews and you're clearly have the education in the background. Yes, you do need help. (laughs) And I can tell you it's, it starts with a resume, but it's so much further than that. Like it's not just a perfect resume will never get you the job offer. Even if you write the best resume in the world, it will still not get you a job offer. It can only get you an interview. So once you get the interview, you need to be a great interviewer and people tend to prep for interviews two to three days before the interview. They look at the company website, they look at the job description, maybe they look at Glassdoor and look at reviews and that, that's it. Well, my clients are prepping for three to four weeks that no other candidate can stand a chance against my clients. If you're going against my clients, I'm letting you know you will not get the job <laughs> because we know exactly what to say, what they're looking for, where they're going to allocate their resources in the next three, six, nine to 12 months. We've already been referred to someone within the company itself. We know exactly the salary we need to be asking. So we're not leaving money on the table. And at that point, time isn't on their side for other candidates because they've only had three days. Well, my clients have had weeks to prepare for this. Mm-hmm. So that's how my clients get $30,000, $50,000 salary increases. And sometimes even above whatever that salary range they told us because they are desperate to hire my clients. Um, they did such a great job. They're like, we need you. We want to make sure we don't insult you either. And I like to say, 
you never offer the same salary to Michael Jordan than you would for somebody coming right out of college. Right. Preposterous. Right. There are whole different leagues. And that's where I want to position you to be in a different league. Is there anything that you would like to add? I know you have some really great offerings. So if you could briefly tell us what they are, because they are exciting and something that can be used by everybody. Yeah. So right now I'm having like a free five day email course. So if you're starting your job search and you're trying to figure out, you know, what am I doing wrong or how can I start this successfully? This five day email course that I have um, implemented tells you like how to optimize your LinkedIn profile, how to update your resume, how to optimize it so you get past the computer system or ATS system, and as well as other things that you can be doing in within a week or so to really help you prepare and accelerate your job search. And, and then, I'm sorry, go ahead. And I was just saying, and like my website is claudiatmiller.com. So T as in Tom, claudiatmiller.com. <laughs> and Claudia, you have a great podcast that you're working with on your own. And where would we find that? It's called Roadmap to the Executive Suite. And it's aimed for like the ambitious career-driven woman looking to accelerate her career. So whether she's a recent graduate, a manager, a director, um, and she's looking to move into that executive suite, whether VP or senior director role, um, the podcast is aimed to give you all the resources in order to help you succeed and get there. So again, you're giving a lot of information and a lot of really basic structure for beginners, which is priceless. Uh, I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast and uh, answering the questions. Why do I need a career coach? And I think you've laid that out beautifully. So thank you again, Claudia, for coming and being with us and, uh, We'll hope to see you again soon sometime. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having me. Thank you. Great All job. Right. Very thank good. you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Take care, everybody.